0: Dangerous! It's dangerous.
1: everybody come to the Breakfast Club? I call this the Hot Seat. Y'all are wild. Y'all are wild. Can I live? You're out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. <laughs> Why are y'all so petty?
2: The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Captain
3: of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way.
2: Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Made for everybody.
1: yo, yo, yo,
4: Good morning, Angela Yee.
3: Good You got
4: to take your your mic off mute, man. Charlamagne, what's up, man? Peace to the Planet. is Friday. Yes, it's Friday. The weekend is here. It does. It feels like Friday you know yeah, it feels it like is. Friday I had a
5: long week it did the, pa- the past mm-hmm. couple of weeks have been feeling like Friday I'm not gonna lie the first couple of weeks we was doing this it didn't feel like the weekends but now it's starting it feels like Friday today for some reason
4: definitely feels definitely
3: like Friday, Friday feels like mm-hmm. I still look forward to Fridays this whole time
4: me, do. me too
5: because
4: hey, I know what? sleeping in one thing I would say about this pandemic people get very creative like um of course, I can't do parties, so people uh been hiring me to do Zoom parties. And then also, like yesterday, I did this uh, listening session for an artist named Jay Fontaine. He's from Jersey. And I was supposed to go to the studio. We were supposed to have, like, a little, a little listening session. But he did it on Facebook. He did it on Facebook Live. And I'm sitting there like... Why would I ever leave the house if I can do this all the time? Like, it, it, it really makes life simpler. I, I didn't have to I go to the studio. Not a, it's out of
3: necessity right now. It's not...
4: But it was still dope because people could ask questions. I could listen and answer the questions and type back. It was it was pretty dope.
5: Yeah, but if we had to do this all the time, especially uh, if we had the actual um, freedom and ability to be around each other and not social distance, you would think it was a little strange. You'd
4: be like, well, how y'all always want to get on the Zoom? Why y'all always want to be on Facebook Live? Why y'all don't ever want to see? I ain't go front, bro. I I, I like this Zoom thing. I ain't got to drive to the city. I ain't got to find parking. I ain't got to go through traffic. You just you like pop it right let's up on clear. the Zoom. Let's,
3: let's be clear. Music sounds way better live in front of people than it does yeah. on the
4: laptop. We like it in the
5: context of this global pandemic. In the context of this global pandemic, yes. But if it was just, you know, back to, I guess, what's going to be the new normal. No, I still I like being in that studio a little bit better. I like actually being somewhere. Yeah, disagree. But I wasn't mad at it. And Zooms can get no, of exhausting, Of course, you have to make...
3: Way. I think you have to make do with what you have. I did a, a chat yesterday, a fireside chat with the CEO of the Brooklyn Nets and the staff from the Barclays and the Brooklyn Nets. <clears> that was pretty fun. But I'm sure, like, they'd rather all meet up in person and do things like that. If you can, Absolutely. you just can't right now.
5: And a lot of conversations <laughs> are about timing. You know what I'm saying? I like to laugh and I like to joke. So, you know, once you... Letting certain things fly, and then somebody be like, Oh, I ain't hear you. What'd you say? And then you got to repeat it. It don't hit the same. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my goodness. You know, oh, your, internet, like, you know?
3: your internet drops, and then you're gone for a second, or you can't get on. Oh, you know, all things man. can go that's wrong. stupid.
4: Especially when you're saying mean. something you think is important. My goodness. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what we talking about?
3: Uh, well, let's talk about Donald Trump and some things that he's saying that are irresponsible.
4: Oh, <laughs> come on. That, that seems like all, all the that's time. All we got. Yeah, that's all we got. Donald Donald Trump's middle name is irresponsibility. All right, well, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ M V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting with Ye?
3: And you know, first before we even get started, and I know we'll talk about this more later, but rest in peace to Fred the Godson and our condolences to his family. Very unfortunate news that he passed away yesterday. So rest in peace and we'll give you more details. But let's talk about the 2020 NFL draft. Did anybody watch this? I didn't didn't
5: watch the draft last night. I did watch it.
3: All right. Well, the Cincinnati Bengals, they got uh, Joe Burrow from Louisiana State University as their quarterback. You want to know who you guys got? Envy, you got the New York Giants. Uh, University of Georgia offensive tackle Andrew Thomas. They were fourth. Offensive tackle. Okay. Where is the, where are the Dallas Cowboys? We got we got a wide receiver. Number seventeen. Yes, we got the best wide receiver in
5: the draft. Yes, best wide receiver in the whole draft. Ceedee Lamb is.
3: Okay. Now let me tell you guys. Uh, one person who was not happy yesterday was Odell Beckham Jr. He was on Twitter. He said, "I love how many positives things we could be showing during these times, and especially during the draft where these young men are at their dream stage. Yet y'all still like to use one moment of me and the kicking net." This world is hilarious. That ish really sad. All the moment and memories, yet that's what we choose to do and show LOL a fair representation of how sad ish really is. How about don't use me at all? Don't even make no sense. The draft got nothing to do with me. I got nothing to do with the Giants. Love y'all and thank you for everything. But anyway, it's funny how I ain't ish, yet I be one of the only people to be on every montage and every other segment when you need a a headline.
4: So. Yeah, I think he should have stayed in New York, John. That's what it, I think he should have did. I, I think that he bounced. He really didn't want to stay. He wanted to play with his homie, and things didn't work out with him in Cleveland. And now he's, uh, he's, they're going to, he's a trade. They're going to trade him all over the place.
5: Hey, what did all the chicks who be plotting on the uh, the freshly drafted players do last night? Because usually the draft is in New York. It's a big event. It's a big mm-hmm. function. The women be out, you know what I'm saying, having their claws into these young men. What did they do last night? Did they hit him up on Zoom? Did they DM, DM DM. DM DM DM. Okay,
6: cool.
3: all right. I've never That's been smart. to the NFL draft to even know what it's like. So
4: a free subscription yeah. to OnlyFans is either is one or the other. Free subscription. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: All right. Now Donald Trump is talking about some cures for corona coronavirus. And before he, we even play this audio, let me give you a disclaimer. Do not try this.
7: Supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, which you can do either through the skin or in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that too, right? And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute. And is there a way we can do something like that by injection inside or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it'd be interesting to check that so that you're going to have to use medical doctors.
3: Oh my the God! The guy is
5: about to kill half of oh his family because they the only one stupid enough to try that. Like what you, what y'all gonna use by the way? Mr. Clean, Lysol, Clorox, like who? Fabuloso, yeah. fa- fa- Fabuloso, Fabuloso.
3: Okay. The reason why Donald Trump said this was because Bill Bryan, who was a senior official at the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, said that studies on coronavirus show that bleach kills coronavirus in about five minutes. Oh my god. Yes, the rubbing alcohol destroys it even faster and the virus dies quickest under direct sunlight and temperature and humidity affect how long the virus survives. So that was what Donald Trump then decided to uh, spread as his information. Yeah. And scientists are horrified by these claims, so do not use any type of UV lamps to sterilize your hands. As a matter of fact, UV radiation can cause even more harm. Too much UV light damage can lead to skin cancer. Chlorine bleach is toxic. As we all know, they tell you, do not drink bleach.
4: Well, you do know, not I, drink it's, bleach. It's, I think people well, really, know that.
5: They've been telling us that from the beginning, though. Like the Absolutely. Absolutely. President- Heard someone say disinfectant kills corona on surfaces, and he thought to himself, "Well, why keep it on the surface? Let's put it in. It. Let's put it in people. That if it kills it on the surface, then it can kill it inside, right?" My goodness, that's his logic. Okay, I'm surprised all the 5G folks who believe in who believe corona is because of 5G towers didn't freak out that he's using radiation to destroy radiation, either, though.
4: My goodness, I think even my five-year-old knows you're not supposed to drink bleach. <laughs> Clara, oh, or any of those Fabuloso, you know, pine saw like I you know
5: what I mean, it's the 5-year-old won't, won't know any better if he hears it from the president of the United States of America. That's why that stuff is so dangerous. But look, like I said, he's going to kill half his fan base cuz only his fan base, only somebody stupid enough to vote for that man mm-hmm. uh, would try would try that method.
3: You know but what's interesting? Uh, Christina Cuomo, who's Chris Cuomo's wife, she has coronavirus also. She's been bathing in bleach. What? And they're saying, "Do yes." They're saying, "Do not do that." She did a post on her blog, Purist, Just People are wow. Yeah, I don't understand that. She said she she adds a half a cup of Clorox to her bath water.
5: For what? <laughs> I never heard. I never heard that helped. This is crazy. That, what does that help? I thought. So like you warning, just, do not bl- do this.
3: Huh? Okay, do not do this. I'm just warning anybody listening because clearly people Damn. are doing things like this.
5: White goodness. people, white, white some whites go white.
4: Okay. Oh, my
5: goodness. And I, don't, I don't know nothing about putting no bleach in no goddamn bath water. Okay. But they probably don't know nothing about putting sugar in their grits. You know All I mean? right. Well, that is but your it, rumor report. They, they might not put Texas Pete on their fried fish. Who knows? My they goodness. Put, do, they put Texas, do they put Texas Pete on their popcorn? Probably not.
4: Probably think I that's what's
5: us, of us. So
4: who knows? All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. We want to hear from you. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's <laughs> your time to get it
2: off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast
4: Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Ashley. Hey, Ashley, get it off your chest. All right,
8: so I just wanted to say I don't personally do this, but I have heard of people putting bleach in their
4: bath water. Really? Why, though?
8: I don't know. And, I mean, I am from South
5: Carolina, so maybe it's the side that puts salt in their grits and not sugar. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm I'm from South Carolina, too, and I ain't never heard about nobody putting bleach in their bath water. I heard about people using using bleach to clean the tub, but not to take a bath in it. Yeah. I want to Google it, but I don't feel like good. going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Something right. tells me that rabbit hole is covered in mayonnaise. My goodness. All right. Well, thank you, mama. Hello, who's this? Hey, y'all. Uh, how y'all doing this morning?
4: Hey. What's your name, bro?
5: Floridian. <laughs> you put bleach in your water? What's up? Peace, King. You put bleach in your bath water?
6: No, but first off, look, I was at the store the other day, and this lady got out of the car, and she took a bottle of Lysol and drenched herself in it and then walked in the store.
3: Whoa.
4: <laughs> she sprayed herself, you mean, right?
6: Like, like, literally, like, I thought she was putting hairspray on or
3: something.
4: It was crazy. And I see people spray themselves know. down, though.
3: With Lysol? Yeah, I, I'm not going to
6: lie. Mm-hmm. I spray my sheets my bed. You know, I, when I clean the house,
4: we spray everything with Lysol. But come on now, your whole body. But that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know
3: if but I would put Lysol on, one on, one on one my body.
4: Well, like, the person got clothes on, so they're spraying actually their clothes. I've seen people do that before.
3: Yeah,
2: but I don't know. I think it's just this crazy stuff. But I will say, I'm glad this stuff did come out. You know
5: why? Charlamagne has not been late to work ever since corona has hit. That's not true. That wait, is wait, not what? true. Um, oh, By the way... I, I wasn't late this whole year.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, I wanted to know, how did that how did that 1 o'clock Charlemagne and
2: Travis thing go out? I didn't want to, you know,
5: I didn't. You I really didn't believe Trav? Like, yeah. But that I didn't,
2: didn't happen.
1: That,
4: <laughs> <laughs> that never happened, sir. Don't believe Trav. Trav. Trav, just be talking. My goodness. All right, brother, thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
1: I'm telling.
0: I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling.
2: I'm calling, calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800 585 1051. We want to hear from you on The <laughs> Breakfast Club.
8: Hello, who's this? Hey, it's RJ from ATL,
1: man. How
5: y'all doing this morning? Oh, RJ,
2: what's RJ up? from up ATL.
5: What's happening?
3: ATL, Shorty. Hey, uh, y'all ain't got to worry about me going outside today. I'll be in the house once I
0: leave work. But Envy, I want to thank you. I let my girl cut my
8: hair. Woo! She
4: did a look. good job, right? Yeah, it's
8: not, it's not bad. And it's, it was her first time on an
5: adult's head,
4: so, you know. Pretty I good told you, think about it. Your wife put on makeup, right? And you know how precise they have to do to put on makeup? So just imagine them cutting your line. I wouldn't let my wife cut the front line. wouldn't let my wife Man, cut, the front, let my wife cut the front line. But the goatee and you know, all that other stuff, my wife cuts it. She does a good job. So you don't
3: fiber at all anymore. So now you can just get it at home.
5: All of y'all been quarantined too long. Y'all settling. Y'all settling for Zoom meetings instead of actual parties. Y'all settling for haircuts from your wife. What's next, guys? Huh? Hey,
4: at I don't know. A
3: more money at
4: the that's what you really right. think, huh?
3: Make sure you tip your wife, man. Tip I, tip your new barber well.
4: I ain't gonna front. I thought about I, I thought about really going through it with my wife to to you know to, to teach her how to do it. I'm like, yo, if that's the case, I don't got to go to the barber shop as much. You know, no wife, you know why your wife? You
5: know what? You know you know our wives are able to uh, tape up the goatee so easy because they've been doing that to their vagina, like they trim up their vagina just like that. <laughs> that's what they doing. That's exactly what they doing to y'all goatee, just trimming like around the vagina, making, to it, get, it, making it a, a nice away. little V on your mouth. What is wrong with you, man? You that's got
4: a little y'all thinking... does have a little V shape now that I look. I don't know like damn V, man. What's wrong? With yeah, you? it does. It does. No, it it does, Hello, who's this? Good morning, Nick. Nick, get it off your chest, Nick.
6: I just wanted to share some food uh, from some people out there as far as getting off the wheel that the government has to uh, as far as learning, using the E21 method, uh, teaching each other how to plant food, uh, you know, make food, clothing, start to uh, trade amongst ourselves, you know, and uh, get off the feeling of needing the doubt. Because if you think about it, eventually they're trying to get rid of the paper dollar anyways. We need to learn how to work with each other so that we can grow without needing feeling that we need the assistance of the government or allowing them to control us in ways they need not be. Because if you think about it, think about this coronavirus thing, and one minute they're telling us we don't need masks, the next minute they're telling us we do. But yet we're paying them to tell us what's best for us. That doesn't make sense. If you're supposed to tell me what's good for me, I don't want to recall later on something that you told me was good for me today. You get what I'm saying?
4: They don't know. Well, yeah, That was yeah, my whole you, point last week. They don't know. So it's one of those things, things change each and every day. And that's why I said you got to do what's best for you and your family. With them opening up the country in certain places, even if they open up New York, New Jersey tomorrow, you know where I'm going to sit my ass, huh? Yeah, but we can't generalize
5: either because it, 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 it's only some idiots that are saying, you know what I mean, don't wear a mask. You know what I mean? Most of the medical professionals, most of the, the experts are saying wear a mask. It's really just people that don't know anything about science and medicine that's saying stuff like that. It's the politicians. Politicians need to shut the hell up and let the scientists and the medical experts do their goddamn job. Because when the politicians talk, they tell you things like shoot bleach to kill the virus. That's who you don't listen to. Yeah.
6: You know, and I don't dispute that at all. But let's put the coronavirus to the side. Let's think about a lot of other things that go on around us. Like, you have people that get cancer that don't smoke cigarettes if you think about it, coming from the foods that we eat and the certain things that they say that are good for us, that are really not good for us. So if we learn to teach each other what's best for each other and learn to trade amongst each other in a fair way, we can grow more as a, as individuals, as communities, if we learn to rely less on the government and allow them to control what we do. If we right. I definitely think that... Th- season, you know? I,
5: I agree with yeah, I you. Agree. I definitely think I everybody should know that. how to pitch, like how to,
3: tell how to, you how how to plant. They'll tell you to drink uh-huh. milk, but then... You know, milk's not good for you from a cow, so... Get it off your chest.
4: 800-585-1051. If you need to vet, you can hit us up at any time. Now, we got rumors on the way, Y'all
3: want to hear what French Montana has to say more about this whole Kendrick Lamar debate while well, he was on Everyday Struggle, oh, and we'll give you some highlights.
4: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors and send a rest in peace to Fred the Godson. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor
2: Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report Doctor. with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
3: Yes, again, you know, just a few weeks ago Fred the Godson posted a picture of himself to social media and this was the day that he was placed on a ventilator due to coronavirus and now the hip hop community is wishing him wishing his family well during this time because he has passed away very unfortunate. They actually paid tribute to him yesterday as they did this uh this hip hop loves New York. So, you know, again, rest in peace
8: Absolutely. to
3: Fred the Godson. Really sad uh, situation and to his wife, to his daughter, to his whole
5: family, you know, our condolences uh, to you. Rest in peace to Fred Godson. but y'all still out here talking about coronavirus isn't real. And You know what's crazy? If you go to Fred's Instagram, you know, the past few weeks he's been preparing and trying to prevent coronavirus like everybody else. You see his yeah. wife cleaning the house. You see him with the mask on. You see him raising money for, you know, uh, healthcare workers, all types of stuff. People, you know, just look raising money for coronavirus relief, all kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, look, it still happened to him. God bless that brother. Yes.
3: Take care of those little girls, man, to everybody out there that knows his family, knows his wife. All right. um, French Montana, he was on Everyday Struggle, and he is speaking up about why he felt like he has more hits than Kendrick and why he even engaged in that conversation. Here's what he had to say about defending himself.
1: I never knew that standing up for yourself wasn't cool no more. You know what I'm saying? Like people was acting like I said something wrong. If you put the Beatles in front of me, I'm gonna stand up for myself and be like, I feel like I got more heads. I never diss Kendrick, I love Kendrick. Actually Kendrick was one of the first people to invite me to the studio when I was coming up.
5: He's right about defending himself, but you know, no. He He can feel whatever way he wants to feel. Absolutely, man. I just, I'm going to be honest with you. I I'm, I, I just want to know what Kendrick Lamar thinks about all of this because I'm actually offended for Kendrick Lamar. Cause Remember how back in the day Jay-Z said, don't compare me to nobody? That's how I feel about Kendrick. And if you're going to compare him, compare him to someone artistically that's on his level. That man given, has given us three classic albums, and that's the thanks he gets? My God. I'm
3: going to guess Kendrick probably doesn't care.
5: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm <laughs> assuming he
3: don't care,
5: too. I'm a, that's are what he, I would guess. Are, are, are he using his fuel? You know what I'm saying? Just to be like, Word? That's I, I I go away for a little while like I always do, and this is what happens. All right, let me show y'all something. Prince
3: was very clear on the fact that he wasn't trying to diss Kendrick or he said I love Kendrick, you know? And I he said all he did was defend himself and he's a huge fan of Kendrick. He said that a few times. All yeah, right, now how did the beef with French Montana and Young Thug even start? Well, here is what French said.
1: Thug told you why it weren't left. It had nothing no. to do with Kendrick. If okay. you saw the DMs that he showed you, let me tell let me tell you something, bro. I never disrespected my fiance. We was at a video shoot. We was we was all drunk, this and that. And I don't remember. This said this, I said something to her, like tried to holler at her. I don't remember. So he had hit me, and I'm like, bro, nobody would never do that. So would you apologize then? Yeah, yeah, I apologize to him. I was like, I was like, bro, if that happened, my bad. So I told him that. And I saw him two months ago. I went up to him personally by myself and I tapped him on his shoulder. He turned around, I gave him a pound. So I thought everything was cool.
3: So it was really over Jerica. It was over Young Thug's fiance. So I guess that's how everything first started, and then it escalated and spiraled from there. So, oh well, God bless just both hope those that brothers. They, they squash all this because it's really silly.
5: Yeah, I hope they figure all that personal stuff out. I pray nobody gets hurt because all of this is just nonsense to me. And you know, one last thing about French and Kendrick's music. Yes, French got through club bangers, but Kendrick's music just means more. It just means more to people. Period. Yeah, I agree. We're going to be all right with a Black Lives Matter anthem. Like, that's a classic timeless record that's going to always represent revolution in the black community. It just means more. That's all.
4: Absolutely. Two different artists.
3: Now, Alicia Keys has debuted a new anthem in partnership with CNN, and it's called Good Job. She actually debuted this yesterday, and this is also during a time when they were doing a CNN global town hall to address the latest questions and concerns in the fight against COVID-19. It was originally written months ago to honor the unsung heroes in her own life, um, but here is the song.
8: You're the engine that makes I see your light in the dark Smile in my face when we all know it's hard There's no way to ever pay you
0: back
8: Bless your heart, no, I love you for that Honest and selfless I don't know if
3: this helps it, but Good job, you're doing a good job, a good job
5: Okay. It motivates the healthcare workers. Great.
3: Yeah, that's the theme for a new CNN Heroes campaign in celebration of the ordinary people who are now the heroes during this coronavirus crisis. And another thing that's new is Netflix just released a promo for Jerry Seinfeld's new comedy special. It's called 23 Hours to Kill. It's a new hour-long special. It's coming out on May 5th on Netflix. And here is a snippet from that trailer.
8: Good evening, Mr. S.,
4: no fish. The number of people in your curious profession is quite small. Uh, even so, I doubt that you will be
1: missed. You have interfered with my plans for the last time. What plans? You don't even have a lair. This is a comedy club
3: dressing room. I just gave him the light. You're on in five. Do you want me to mention your Netflix special? What's it called again?
1: 23 Hours to Kill.
5: Oy. Coming out on Cinco de Mayo, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. That should that should break Netflix screaming records since everybody just sitting at home doing nothing.
3: Oh, that's my girl Natina's birthday, Cinco de Mayo. We were supposed to be in Turks and Caicos. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report.
4: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, we got front-page news. When we come back, what are we talking about?
3: Yes, we are going to be talking about uh, bleach and sunlight and heat and cures for coronavirus that you should not listen to.
4: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: Good
4: morning everybody, it's DJ M V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast yeah. Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we start yes. with Ye?
3: Well, the U.S. House of Representatives voted yesterday to approve that $480 billion package to give aid to small businesses and hospitals and expand coronavirus testing. So they are still trying to make sure that people get this money. They're saying that money, $310 billion, will go to the Paycheck Protection Program. We had discussed this earlier, how funding for that program ran dry earlier in the month. So just yesterday, they did approve that $480 billion package. Now, as far as numbers...
5: No, I am going to say salute to my guy, Robert Smith, man. You know, we had Robert Smith um, on The Breakfast Club last week. He's got QuickBase.com. If you want some of that SBA money, it's not a guarantee, but they can help you cut some of the red tape if you go to QuickBase.com. Okay. All
3: right, and just as far as numbers, so far, 26.5 million Americans have filed for unemployment in the past month. So that is the total amount of first-time claims since the middle of March as people are being laid off, businesses are closing, people are getting furloughed. And last thing I want to talk about is just letting you know, do not put UV rays on your body. Do not try to drink bleach, soak your body in bleach, any of those things, thinking that that might kill coronavirus. It's crazy that I have to say this, but Donald Trump, after hearing that uh, the warmer weather might prevent a, a coronavirus from spreading the way that it has been and that sunlight and bleach can both kill coronavirus. Here is what Donald Trump said.
7: Supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that too, right? And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute. And is there a way we can do something like that by injection inside or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it would be interesting to check that. So that you're going to have to use medical doctors.
5: He about to kill half his fan base because only somebody that's stupid enough to vote for Donald Trump is going to try to inject disinfectant in their body to kill coronavirus.
3: Right. Well, just want to make sure we reiterate a million times. Do not ingest any disinfectant. Do not try to put UV rays in your body or do any of those things. That is not going to be effective. That could be way Mm -hmm. more harmful than anything. You could end up with skin cancer from the UV rays. You could end up dying from ingesting any type of bleach or disinfectant.
5: And all you 5G Negroes that believe in uh, 5G and believe that coronavirus is caused by 5G, how do y'all feel about Donald Trump using radiation to kill radiation? What What's your conspiracy theory about that one? I'd like to know.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: All right. Well, that is your front page news.
4: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, let's have a conversation that was yes. trending on uh, social media yesterday. It was about the classic and iconic Air Force One sneaker. No. Yeah, because there was a there was a clip of ASAP ASAP Rocky that came
5: out implying he bought Air Force Ones back, and the people, you know, started tweeting saying like, "Yo, Nelly and the Saint Lunatics didn't request two pairs to be disrespected like this, you know." And I, I come so from. So he's South saying, Carolina. did he say
3: that he brought it back or he made it popular? He's saying he bought them back.
5: I don't, he said he brought them okay. back, he made them popular again. He did, you know he did bring
4: and I and I think he, I think okay. he brought them back. In 2010, Air Force Ones were considered the old man sneaker. I remember me still wearing mine, and Steve Stout said, Well, I used to wear those. Nobody wears those anymore. Yes, that's what people thought. Nobody was rocking Air Force Ones, and I think well, ASAP Rocky brought those sneakers back. Not to well, say that he made saying. it popular, he brought them back.
5: Well, I hear what you're saying, but uh, everybody started tweeting ASAP and tweeting, just uh, sending tweets out on the internet saying no. Nelly brought him back. Me being from South Carolina, we used Nelly to wear Air back. Force. We used to wear Air Force Ones in the late 90s, early 2000s. We used to call them Willie D's. So I've been on Air Force One. So by the time Nelly them came out with the song, to me, he was just he he gave us a soundtrack for what we was already rocking. But uh, to deny that Nelly made Air Force Ones famous is
4: is is is. Wrong. He didn't make it famous. He made it popular. There's a difference, I think. I East know. Coast was already rocking it. Jay-Z already had it in the video when he had the pairs and him and Dame Dash yeah. buying the whole section in, in his first album. Jay-Z, Jay-Z, Jay-Z was not make no Air Force song ones-
5: about it, though. Jay-Z I didn't make, make no song about it that became a hit record Jay-Z, that everybody he the not was talking,
4: talking he, didn't make a hit, he didn't make a song about Yankee hats, and he was known for, for making a Yankee hat very popular. There's a lot of I'm stuff that you. Jay-Z made popular that he didn't make songs about. See, this is the problem with y'all, New Yorkers. White, ear, yes, white, and, white, and, white Nike and, ears. And, and, we call them you, you, you what, like he you know did mention it in the Yankee, songs a bunch of You know of time. why
5: you think the Yankee hat's so popular? Why? Cause you're from New York, so you see people in Yankee hats all the Everybody time. Everybody around and, the country wears Yankee hats. You know why? Because New Yorkers have pride, and New Yorkers move around everywhere, so they're all over the country. They migrate to different places, and they still rock those Yankee hats. I give a damn about no Yankee hat growing up. What are you talking about?
4: Yeah, it, but you put you put the that was your you put, bubble. But you put Queensbridge on the side of your hair when your barber put a whole Queensbridge whoa, 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 on the side
5: whoa, of your listen, head. Listen, listen. We ain't talking about Mob Deep. We're talking about... <laughs> it's the <a difference. laughs> My All right. Well, let's okay. open up the phone lines. 800
4: 585 We're talking about Nike Air Force Ones. Who made it popular? Did ASAP Rocky bring it back? Let's talk about it. And we're going we to have Nelly call in. Okay. All right. We'll do that when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
5: Out, pull, out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. you
2: Call me. Call me. Oh, your opinion to the Breakfast Club Topic. Break, break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. <laughs> it's topic time.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. Pick
2: up the phone, baby. Call 800-585-1051 to join in to the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it.
4: Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about this statement right here that ASAP Rocky made. It was all premeditated. I said, listen, I'm going to wear these wax sneakers. It was 2011 just to test the seat. Because, all right, let me tell you, when I first came out, you know, I didn't know if my idols were looking at me. for fa- And so I got all my friends like, oh, man, you know, so-and-so wore the, the whatever because you wore it. So I said, you know what? Let me do things that only I could do. I wanted to purposely be able to identify when I did certain things. It was almost like I put a trademark out there. So when people started wearing the Air Force Ones again, I stopped wearing it. And I just said, man, I did my job, and I was right all along. And I agree with him. I agree with him. ASAP Rocky brought back Air Force Ones. It wasn't popular in 2010, 2011. He made it cool again for them young kids to to wear Air Force Ones. That is the truth.
5: Yeah, but Nelly, Nelly probably made Air Force Ones uh, the global sensation. I and mean, that's not even a probably. Nike says that. Nike says that Nelly made Air Force Ones the global sensation that it he did. was. He By the way, which did. which was actually news to me too, though, because I grew up rocking Air Force Ones. We used to call them Willie D's in the 843 Charleston, South Carolina, Fox Corner, South Carolina. So I was always on them. You know what I mean? But even Nike says if you go read this article in the New York Times, about the 25th anniversary of Air Force Ones, they said that uh, rappers like Jay-Z, rappers like Nelly, especially Nelly after he did Air Force Ones, made Air Force Ones a global sensation. It's actually
4: the highest-selling athletic sneaker of all time. Well, well, let's talk to Nelly. We got Nelly on the line right now. Nelly, good morning. Peace, King.
0: Yeah, damn. What What's going, going on?
4: on? First, how you holding up with this quarantine, bro? I mean, it's all good. Uh,
0: I'm doing good. First off, I want to send uh, all my love and all my... My thanks and my support out to all the healthcare workers that doing what they doing, putting their lives on the line to make sure that all of us are safe out there. You know what I mean? Like, gotta say that. Uh, shout out to NY. I know y'all going through what y'all going through, and shout out to each and all the surrounding areas. Gotta know that.
5: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, you know, Nelly sparked uh, some conversation yesterday because people were coming at ASAP Rocky for claiming that he is the reason Air Force Ones came back. And so Nelly started trending on Twitter, and I left a comment on Shade Room, and I said no rapper made Air Force Ones famous. Rappers were rocking Air Forces because they were popular in damn near every hood in America. In Charleston SC, we called them Willie D's. Nelly said lies, and then Nelly (laughs) gave me some information I think he should give to the people because it changed my mind a little bit.
0: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, first off, you know what I'm saying? You know, you my brother, uh, Charlamagne, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's all love. That's why I had to call you. Like, But at the end of the day, like, we got to look at the definition of famous. You know what I mean? Like, don't get it twisted. We weren't the first ones to start rocking Air Force Ones. We wasn't the first ones that, that that discovered Air Force Ones. No, but when you say made them famous, you got to understand that Air Force Ones was more of a New York East Coast thing. We Absolutely. Didn't rock Air Force Ones in the South. We didn't rock Air Force Ones in the Midwest, and they wasn't rocking Air Force Ones on the West Coast. You know what I mean? Like, until we did what we did, you know what I mean? Like, Air Force One went from fifty nine ninety nine to a to $100 in a year. In a year. The same year after we made our song, shot our video, and had our tour. So, I don't know where ASAP is on or whatever he's talking about, but if, if he's in any doubt, all he got to do is ask Nike. Now, nah. Because they sponsored our whole tour that year. And we had a whole Air Force One that flew from the back of the stadium to the front of the stage doing every show. Yep, you
4: know I was, you was a, I was on that tour. I was I was DJing with Fab on that tour. But I would say this: Air Force One was a New York thing, right? Exactly. When you did the, when you did the tour and you did that record, you made it bigger than just New York. You took it outside of New York. Exactly. But but there was a time when nobody would wear Air Force Ones. It was considered the old man's sneaker. Nobody was rocking with it. And he started rocking it 10 years later after that. He did. He started rocking it. He started bringing it back because I remember every time I wore my ears, it was like, why are you still rocking ears for? He brought it back for, them, for, the, for the kids. He did. He brought it back for the kids? I think so.
0: I don't mm-hmm. know. They never dipped. The price never changed, my dude.
4: Well, we you know. did change the price
0: we took them from 59.99 to 100
4: to 89.99 94 with tax I remember
0: they never they never came back down my dude <laughs> it's like, and,
4: and
5: I saw Nike tweet out something yesterday that said like when after y'all dropped the song sales went up like 800 percent or eight thousand percent globally or something nigga,
0: listen I'm not I'm not I'm not down where ASap feels shout out to the rock you know what I'm saying to ASAP, to all them young brothers I with all of them young brothers, you know what I mean. But yo, we said who made them famous? How we didn't make them
8: famous, my
5: dude? You did, you did. Yeah, I would, I, I would, I, but, I would give it to. I would say it was kind of like a Run DMC, my Adidas moment. When Run DMC did my Adidas and they held that Adidas up at Shelto up at Madison Square Garden, it definitely made the sneakers But But that,
0: that was a... I, I tell it to you like this, DJ. It's like it's like a local artist. He been doing this thing for two or three years. He mm-hmm. hot in his neighborhood. He hot in the city. He hot in the city. He hot in the next city over. He might be even hot in the next state over. But then Dr. Dre find him. Now Dr. Dre didn't make him famous. He did. It's a good point. Okay. He did. That's what I. A
5: saying. great point.
0: We we wasn't the first people to rock Air Force Ones. I give you that. My Harlem niggas <laughs> at that time they put me on that because I was trying to. I was trying to find some Reebok classics at the time, and they didn't have none in New York. And my homeboys in and took a date, and all them was like, No, Yo, get you some warrants. And I was like, What, these big white ass medical looking dudes? Like, that's what happened. Like, and they was like, Nah, that's the deal. And from that point on, we took them. Sh- and put them down in New Orleans. We put them in Texas. We put them in Alabama. We put them in Atlanta. We put them on the West Coast. We put them in China. We put them in Europe. That is true. Indonesia. We put them in South Africa. We put them in North Africa. We put them. We made them. But that was. That was 2002, 2003, 2004,
4: 2005. But in 2011, nobody was wearing them.
0: Once they out there, they out there my that's n- very true and Nike Jackson, you can't you can't say yo when I start listening to Remember the Times that's when Michael Jackson was hot, <laughs> Michael Jackson was hot. <laughs> you ain't got nothing to do with that you can't hey. say yo when I heard Remember the Times that's when Michael Jackson was jamming because the youth was listening to him we don't want to hear that not at the Thriller
5: <laughs> hey, Nike um, said that the peak of Air Force One was after Nelly dropped that record in 2005. was like their highest sales year ever, like from 02 to 05, but 05 was the peak. That is true.
0: Champ, let me tell you something, and I love y'all as more as I tell you, and I, and I put this on everything I love, mm-hmm. that Nelly was always Nelly, and Nelly always had it in Nelly. But New York and my family and all my n****s from Harlem taught Nelly how to be a star. And I say that to this day. You know what I mean? But this is why country n- has got a problem with the East Coast. Because y'all don't want to give us our freaking credit. Bro. We give you your credit. Oh,
6: talk
4: about it, Nelly. We give you your credit.
0: Hold on. Hold on, Hold on my n****. This is why Pimp C. Always had a problem with this up there.
5: Hey, um, talk about it, Nelly.
0: This is the problem right here. You hear me? This is why and I don't know how many people watch that goody mob unsung. This is why we always gotta go through the process that we go through to get our credit. Because y'all know, like I know, that if Nelly was from the East Coast, he would be the biggest rapper of all time. No.
4: Hold on. Hold up, Nelly. We'll talk more when we come back. Nelly's on the line. 800-585-1051. We're talking about a lot. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I
1: know
2: I i Call me. And your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051.
4: Morning, everybody. It's DJ N V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We still have Nelly on the line. Nelly, you still there? Yeah, champ. I'm still there. Yeah. Uh, apologies for keeping you on hold for so long. Nelly, Nelly was uh talking real spicy,
5: right? Now Nelly, you're, you said. You're that. about to
3: start some you're about to start some beef between uh it's the East beef. Coast. No, oh no, I'm kidding. No, I'm totally wrong, kidding, you know. guy. I'm I'm kidding. Not at all. Now That's Nelly, you continue. said
4: one thing. You said one thing. Now let me say this. Charlie Wilson, right? Charlie Wilson, an amazing artist, right? Outstanding, so many different records. But we can't sit hold here on, and say on. that Snoop didn't bring Nelly back. Nelly means Snoop didn't bring Charlie Wilson back to the forefront. He did. No. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. First of all,
0: for Charlie Wilson had his own moments before Snoop was ever born. True. So you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't say that. The thing with Air Force Ones is that Air Force Ones was a sneaker. That people on the East Coast and in certain areas used to rock, but True. they weren't global. They weren't nationwide. We didn't rock those in the South. We didn't rock those in the Midwest. We didn't rock those in the West. A lot of the East Coast and the East Coast South rock Air Force Ones. We used to rock Reebok Classic and K Switch. Right. That's what. That's what we used to rock. Or Fila. Right. That's what we used to rock. We didn't start rocking Air Force Ones until after Air Force One. The whole, no, no. the whole statement of give me super came from because they was only fifty nine ninety nine. After my song, after the video, after the tour, they shot up to hundred dollars. And they ain't came down since. So if you make them famous, what's the definition of famous? Widely known in the achievement. Whether do we achieve? We achieved the number one record from it.
4: I agree. You're absolutely right. You made him popular.
0: Known, out of New York. Known, we raised the price. Ain't nobody else raised the price of Air Force One but us.
4: That is true. So, so, All
5: so. so, so, so now, Nellie, I, I believe that you're right, but it'll be people in New York who'll say, well, look, you got to give us—you got to give New Yorkers—they credit because they put you on the Air Force Ones.
0: Hold on, I've never said—I've never said that New York didn't put us on the Air Force Ones. I never said that. I've never said that New York wasn't rocking Air Force Ones. The quote was, "Who made Air Force Ones famous?
4: Famous is the word. We made them famous. We." I were- agree with you a hundred percent. You did. This is what you, Nelly is saying. you, is- you made him—you made it famous, hands down. You did. But in 2010, when nobody was rocking them, he brought them back out. Nobody he was rocking them.
0: them. The price, wait a minute, the price didn't go down. If wasn't nobody rocking them, the price go down. That means you can't sell them. People were still buying them, and they were still buying them at the same price that we spent in 2005.
5: So what do you mean? So what you're do saying, you Nelly, you is you did? Do, do, you, do th- you
3: think that Air Force Ones was a a thing that a women thing also? Or you think it was just guys really wearing Air Force Ones? Both.
0: It was, it was it was generational. It was the moment. It didn't matter. Like I said again, I went to South Africa on a country drama tour. They was holding up Air Force Ones. They wasn't doing that because New York was rocking them. <laughs>
5: so you did for Air Force Ones what Ray J did for Kim Kardashian? You stop it, man.
0: You say, Ray, however you put that much. My- <laughs> <laughs> but what I do know is that what you won't do is say, and you can ask Nike, why? Because Nike sponsored our tour that year because we made so much money for Air Force One that they sponsored our tour and, and paid for a Air Force One that went from the back of the venue to the stage that, that slowdown, the man with the mask wore, during the whole tour.
3: Well, I would agree I that think, the uh, comparison between Nelly and Air Force Ones is is comparable to Run DMC and Adidas. Absolutely. Basically, 100%. they shouted out Adidas, and then Adidas got on board because it helped them tremendously with the Adidas sweatsuits. And, and,
5: and, and the beauty I love about the situation is white people do that to black culture, black street culture all the time. I'm happy that it was a brother who did that for black street culture, and I'm happy Nike cut you a check because a lot of times these corporations ignore us for giving them all that self-promotion.
0: Bro, they didn't start doing signature Air Force Ones until after we did the record. Everybody got signature Air Force Ones after we did it. They did the John Carter signature Air Force Ones. They did the Nellieville signature Air Force Ones. Everybody got Air Force Ones after that. They didn't do it before the record. They didn't do it before the record, even though New York was rocking them. Who got a signature Air Force One before the song? Tell me. I'll wait.
5: Envy? Who? I don't know. Listen, um... One more thing, Nelly. You said that uh, if you was in New York, you'd be the biggest rapper in the world. Why do you feel that way?
0: Because New York is the media capital of the world. Y'all do the y'all 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 do the best out of everything. Y'all take mediocre and make it good. Y'all take good and make it great. Y'all take great and make it iconic.
4: But Nelly, you was the biggest rapper in the world.
0: That ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about I'm talking about as far as the media is concerned. Y'all are the media capital of the world. I'm a country dude. You know what I mean? Like, and when you, I get what you're saying. If you stay in the country, that do not resonate the same way as if somebody from from New York, it, y'all, y'all, don't do that, bro. Now, Insta- nah, you right. It's the biggest in the world. And they only got one record. Don't do that. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> nah,
5: nah, nah, Nelly, right? Because if Nelly would have sold 10 million records in New York, it'd have been like he sold, it'd have been, been like Thriller.
0: Ain't nobody in New York got a diamond plaque but Biggie, my n- Right, and you were the biggest artist in the world. You were. Nah, it was Now nah, he he right.
4: Got a diamond plaque but Biggie, my nigga. And we respect you, Nelly. Nelly, you were the biggest rapper in the world. You were. Nobody could take that from you. The world
0: because I was the biggest rapper in the world because of what I sold and what I did, not because of my perception and my and my and my, you know what I mean? Like and what let's just say press would have done for me. And I'm not blaming that because at the end of the day, again, I credit New York with helping Nelly to be a star. And I always say that. I wouldn't be nothing without New York. I swear that. Know
5: that. Nelly, you know your name keeps coming up in these uh, versus battles. We was having a discussion actually here on the show a couple of weeks ago about battles that we would like to see. You you, you jumping into any of that anytime soon? Let
0: me tell you something. I just need to know the rules. Are we doing all number (laughs) one? That's what I'm talking about. Nelly got records. Nelly got hits. And I don't think nobody wants this smoke. I swear to God. Woo!
4: Amy, <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Hey, who do you say Nelly could go against? We was at with the Ja rule? We were just having no, this discussion. Y'all said that and I said it? Nelly will I said no disrespect to Ja, but Nelly has way more hits and records than Ja. That's hands down. I and agree. We were going over We were going over the records. I said that's that's you gotta do like T I. You gotta do somebody that has more records. Like you Nelly, Nelly has records. Let, listen, let me tell you something.
0: I got a number one on every format except classical and jazz. I got a number one on <laughs> rap. I got a number one on R&B. I got a number one on rhythmic. I got a number one on top 40. I got a number one on on country. <laughs> Whatever you want to say, I got a number one on except classical, jazz, and gospel.
4: Talk your s***, Nelly. We got to get Nelly with somebody to, uh, on this versus, man. Swiss, Timberland, to... if you listen, listening, let's yeah, get yeah, Nelly with somebody. I, some I, 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 I wouldn't good. mind
5: seeing that. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Nelly, I enjoyed you talking this morning, brother. I,
0: I, you just got to let me know what's all involved. Are we adding features or are we just adding our own songs? Because if we adding our own songs, this ain't this ain't even no context. Woo! If you want to add in features of what you did on other people's records, then so be it okay i feel like
3: right. i feel like people have i feel like people have been doing features also
4: yeah they have they absolutely possibly yeah. have mm-hmm.
5: we gonna get nelly in one of these verses nelly man thank you for calling my brother i I appreciate you talking your <laughs> this morning
0: <laughs> no, I... <laughs> thank y'all my brother
4: Shout all right out. my bro all right nelly <laughs> 800-585-1051 we're talking nelly we're talking air force one sneakers you heard the conversation what are your thoughts call us now it's the breakfast club good morning
0: Strap with the gum bottom, that's on the summer bottom, the beauty and the bottom. I leave them. them strapped and laced, they come up bottom. The last person that touched them, I damn shot them. Now, if you look and see lime green forces, is Kiwi. You couldn't get this color if you had a personal no genie. You know, I keep that hip hop made. Yeah, my push warns and tip top. Yeah, I like the limit to the dish in the khaki and only green. Platin' leather pin stripe. You should see how I do the straight
4: size twelve with the strap, red and white with a condo cap. All flavors, but it just depends on when and where me, I'm don't at. don't get me wrong, man. I'm Murphy. Lee ain't dumb, man. Cause if that shoe is on that
0: shelf, you should have some, man. You cannot sit up and tell me that you have none, man. You may not have three or four, but you got one, man. I said
6: I need two birds And get the stomping in my Air Force One Big boy, stomping in my Air Force One I said, give me two birds I need two birds And get the stomping in my Air Force One Big boy, stomping
0: in my Air Force One We up in foot like I'm looking like I need those Ten and a half and if you got them, give me two of those Tell she never seen Murphy leave a Cause she just standing there as if I'm shooting free throws I said, excuse me, miss, I only want to buy shoes She said, I love you, Murphy, especially in the white and blue I said, the white and blue, sound nice, make it twice And I signed an
2: autograph, thanks for the advice I keep it real dirty, dirty, you know how I do Pumbling gold with the liquors, the Broncos, the orange and blue I like a floppy blue Anchor socks, lows, mids, and high tops with a clear soul But it's tempting
0: and laces when it's cold. In the winter go and the hot summer flow. Then it's back to the all-purpose with them the dots in the toe Ain't nothing uh, stopping this dough that I'm spending for show on them Nike Air Force E behind the old. Oh, Kaylee. I treat my shoe like my ride, chrome on the fat laces and put wood on the inside, spray candy on the swoosh with electric roof, Spencer I put a kid on the sole and I got a wider shoe, Ooh, you see that low mid skittle purple poop, I'm driving them, keep
8: on where you getting them colors, are you?
0: Size and uh, no point in time. Uh, Ain't no point of trying these on. They know I'm buying. I know nothing with the hype on first sight, like white on white. Three quarters, the lowest they all tight. The only problem they only good for one night. Cause once you scuff and you whole night. Who was my basis? The look was told on the spaces. This kid's outrageous, he buying them by the cases.
4: Morning, everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela. Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. That was Nelly in the St. Louis with Air Force Ones. Hi, right, now we're talking about Air Force Ones. Who made it popular? Who made it famous? And if ASAP Rocky actually brought it back. I tried to reach out to ASAP Rocky this morning. He didn't answer. All right, uh, Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this?
8: Preet.
4: Hey, where you calling from? I am in Virginia,
8: but I'm calling from Fayetteville. From Fayetteville, not
5: window. Shut up. How old are you, first of all? Age matters in this conversation. 39. How old
8: are you? You're right, Charlamagne. Yes, it does, but I'm 39. Yeah.
5: Okay. So talk to me.
8: So... I don't think, I'm not going to say that Nelly didn't um, put forces out there, but just like Charlamagne, I'm from North Carolina, we was already rocking, like we didn't need a song to tell us, but you know, thank you, and um, as far as ASAP, they didn't go anywhere, like as long as I could still walk in foot action, and they were still on the wall for $100, forces hadn't went anywhere, we were still walking the Fresh pair.
4: Yeah, but people keep saying Very that. But there's, a diff- there's a difference between still being on the shelves and being able to find it. One time, you could not find Air Force Ones. You had to call Foot Lock and say, "Hey, when are you getting a new shipment in?" That's when they were popping. That After that, there, in, in, 2010, popping down
8: south. in 2010,
4: in yeah. 2010, they were easy. They were easy to get because nobody was wearing them. But ASAP Rocky brought them back to a point where them kids were wearing them again. I'm, that that is the truth. I mean, we say that, but
8: if you say kids maybe cuz they don't know that they were supposed to be wearing them already but but just like Charlamagne just said people in New York like y'all, we never stop wearing them y'all stuff it like everywhere like you said fitted did nobody really care about fitted like that and fed. <laughs> i mean they were high but nobody cared most people had snapbacks to be honest like nobody really
6: cared
4: okay thank you mama hello who's this yo this is uh jojo from uh Lansing Michigan what up though
6: Hey man, yo so I heard that story, uh I actually read that story this morning about uh ASAP uh making uh
5: Air Force popular. And I'm gonna be honest, like I agree with uh Charlemagne. I think that Nelly actually made it popular first. Um I- I'm not really for sure what's
6: going on with this with this generation as far as who is um who's leading it right now, uh, as far as who's making uh Air Force Ones popular. I, I agree. I think Nelly was the one who made it popular. I don't know if he made it famous, but he definitely made it popular.
5: How old are you? I'm
6: 27. 27.
5: So around 2005, you were how old? When did the Air Force Ones come out? Like 02, 03, Oh, you were we around that time.
6: See, now you got me thinking. That was like 10 years ago. So I was about. To you
5: remember see. the song though?
6: Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. Did you know about the Air
4: Force Ones before that song? I'm uh, no, not at all. See. I mean, for some people, he didn't. I mean, but I'm telling you, when, when it came to 2010, you could find them sneakers everywhere on the counter. And ASAP Rocky made it cool for a lot of the younger generation because they weren't rocking it. They were rocking everything else Vans and Jordans and Yeezys. And he made it, I think, cool. That's my opinion. That's what I've seen. But Yeezys, Yeezys was around in 2010.
6: I think he brought it back.
5: I think he brought it back if, that, if that's what we're in at, But
4: as, I would I say reintroduced. I said, I did. Yeah, he reintroduced. He reintroduced. Absolutely. Reintroduced he, absolutely did. he made them hot again. Yeah, did you Is ever wear Air
3: Force Ones? That's what I was about to say. I never really liked Air Force ones for myself personally. I think I don't th- I don't think I've ever purchased a pair of Air Force ones. I have a couple of pairs because I remember we had uh the ability to make a pair when I worked at Shady, so I made a pair, but I don't think I ever really even wore them. And then I recently, they sent me a pair, um, maybe like a few months ago, but I never was really big on that that style of sneaker because I felt like it was it made my feet look big.
5: It definitely made my feet hurt. I said, been, I've been stopped wearing Air Force Ones. I got two corns on my baby. I got a corn on each baby toe because of Air Force Ones.
4: No, Air Force I mean, Ones and two tight Jordans. I'm, I've always been uh, an Air Force One person. That that was always. You definitely me. have. I always have. From from t- I, I got tons of Air Force Ones, a white on white, nine and a half. I wear a size 10, but you get a half a God size. One, so damn. A
5: you know what, what? Angelie? I just remember we didn't get to ask Nelly, and I don't know why it just hit my mind. Only reason every wear Air Force Ones like that is because Nelly saved his life in the goddamn club. Oh my God. Why didn't oh, we oh, ask Nelly right. about that? Oh the my God! I forgot Nelly. Nelly saved your life in the club, and that's why you started rocking Air Force
4: Ones to be like Daddy.
5: Oh, I
4: get it. Okay, it makes sense now. Uh, Nelly has nothing to do with me wearing that, but but. But did Mike he save try? your life? He did save my life.
3: <laughs> he, he did moved save in my with life. With his Air Force Ones.
4: And and uh, Yeezy's first sneaker came out in 2009. It was the Air Yeezy. It was his collaboration with Nike. Okay. And then in 2014, he did the Yeezys with uh, Reebok, Adidas. Uh, Adidas. I mean Adidas. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way.
3: Yeah, you know it's Friday, so let's talk about some new music that's available starting today.
4: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to change. <laughs> This is The Rumor
2: Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
3: So 2Change is reopening his Atlanta restaurants for sit-down service. So he said he does have a plan to keep everyone safe. His Escobar restaurant and tapas are serving dine-in meals, and that's going to be starting Monday, according to his business partner and co-owner Snoop Dillard. He said they're making public safety a top priority. Now, first, they were doing only takeout orders because of coronavirus. They said sales have been down 95% during the shutdown. The restaurant did furlough around 80% of their staff. So now with dine-in service, is coming back. They're going to bring back 65% of the staff and the hope is to have everybody back at work eventually. So both I'm the sure that those restaurants,
5: mm-hmm. no, I'm, I'm sure those restaurants can have a, a, a certain amount of people in them, right? Because I mean, if you're following social distancing laws, you can't be in more than groups of 10, right? Are, are they changing yeah, they, it? in Atlanta? I don't, well, they said
3: I don't know. Gonna, They'll have uh, staff will have their temperatures checked when they clock in. There's mandatory gloves for all employees, masks for the cooks, and single-use paper menus. Any staff members showing symptoms will be asked to go home and quarantine for 14 days. They're also bringing back hookahs, and those hookahs will be cleaned and sanitized. Hell No. (laughs)
5: <laughs> ain't no way in hell I'm smoking hookah at a time like this. People like to smoke hookah and don't change the goddamn filter. By the way, that's why coronavirus spread in New York so crazy, because a couple weeks before they did that quarantine, no, up, people were outside smoking hookah in the Heights, and they was passing them back and forth no. and not changing the goddamn filter. That yes, they not, were. No, yes that's, that's not, the reason, that not the reason, man. That is not the reason it spend like that. You see, you ain't never been uptown like that. I see it on Instagram. I was even oh, I was DMing up, I was DMing some of my folks, I asked Michaela if I'm lying. I I hit Michaela. I said, "Damn, y'all supposed to be quarantining and you in the height smoking hookah and you and that girl keep passing that filter back and forth. Y'all ain't changed the filter not one time." Hook boy, man, Atlanta about to be crazy with corona if that's what they are doing. All
3: right, now The Dream is launching an OnlyFans. And that account is going to help promote his new album, Sex Part 4. So he says, shout out OnlyFans and all the beautiful ladies involved. We launched a page dedicated to the baby-making album of the year. Follow to view this content for free. And then he posted the link. So, you know, y'all was going in, not you guys, but people were going in on women who have OnlyFans pages. So I guess you guys should be okay with it now, right? That the dream is launching an OnlyFans page to promote. Because again. It. I,
5: I... I got to I got to see what he's doing on there first. If he show oh, if he boy. if he get on if he get on there topless and show some then we got to get on the dreams ass. Oh my goodness! Well, you got to oh.
3: go take a look at it. But he's not going to be in the videos himself.
5: And 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 I guarantee you that he said the baby making album of the year. So I bet you all his videos are going to be very sexually themed to cater right. to that OnlyFans crowd.
3: I'm sure it's going to be very sexy, so you can follow the dream on OnlyFans. Alright, Juice World has put out, well, they've put out a single, even though he's passed away. The song is called Righteous. Here's part of that.
8: All I like got I'm feeling righteous. Yeah, I know that the truth is hard to digest. Yeah, five or six pills in my
0: right hand. You all on my Taking medicine
1: to fix all of
3: You know, when he passed, he had over 2,000 songs, so there's gonna certainly be more unreleased material that's coming out sometime in the near future. Now, music today also, Trouble has put out his Thug Love album, so shout out to Trouble. Mm-hmm. He actually mentions uh, Gigi Maguire and Lip Service on the album, also, so he's got a lot of features on it, Two Changes on there, Boosie, Quavo, Jeezy, City Girls, um, Scales. Let's see, you got a lot of guest appearances. Jaqueez is on the album. So make sure y'all check that out. Also, K Camp put out his Kiss 5 album today. It's a 15-song project. And he has Wale, Ari Lennox, Black, Tink is on the album. Uh, Fabo, Jacquees, uh, Jeremiah is on there. Youngboy, mm-hmm. NBA, also put out his album, 38 Baby 2, this project. Obviously a sequel to his 38 Baby from 2016. And he is always putting out music because he just put out Still Flex and Still Stepping. I feel like just a couple months ago. I guess that was uh, back in February, if I'm not mistaken. So not a ton of guest appearances on his. The baby's on there. And then he also has a guest appearance from his mom. So should be interesting to listen to. And Fabio Foran has put out 800 BC. He okay. put out an eight-track project, and that stands for Before Corona. All right. Also, Jack Boy has a new self title project out. today. there's a lot of new music today. Jack Boy, who was Kodak Black's artist, he signed to Sniper Gang. He put out a self-titled project also that features our wife and Lucci. Kodak Black is on there. Uh, Casanova, Black Youngster. So make sure you guys uh, check that out. Okay? You know, you know I'm who
5: I'm looking forward to hearing? I'm looking forward to hearing um, Ret One from TDE. I saw Top Dog post something yes. yesterday. It was a it was a board, and he had a bunch of different celebrities' names on it. That, that, let me tell you something. That goddamn, um, that Rhett One, not Ret One, Reason, Reason, Ret- that Reason. Like, I'm, th- I'm, I'm, Red I'm thinking is- of Ret One. I know, I'm th- yeah, I think their names look similar. Reason. That mm-hmm. goddamn Reason okay. is dope. Drop one of the Clues bombs for Reason. Reason is nice. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to hearing what Reason puts out. Uh, and I, don't all right, I don't know what hey, he's putting out.
3: Put, out. put out new music. TDE's definitely been putting things out, you know, during this time. So, yes, Reason. Okay. All right, yeah, so I I want right that. now, though, we have a song to play for you guys. It's Travis Scott and Kid Cudi. They put out a new song. It came out at midnight. They teased it on Fortnite because, you know, they're doing that in-game concert series called Astronomical, and that is also continuing through the weekend until the – well, actually until tomorrow. And so here is a song that Travis Scott and Kid Cudi put out. It came out at midnight, and that song is called The Scots.
4: All right, before we get that on Charlamagne, who are you giving your donkey to? Uh, We need Donald J.
5: Trump to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. You know the J stands for jackass. Let's talk about it. All
4: right, we'll get into that next now. Let's get into that, Joichi.
3: Yes, here's Travis Scott and Kid Cudi with the Scots.
7: Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners, when somebody disrespects
0: our flag, to say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now? Out. He's fired. He's fired.
2: Trump, please step up to the congregation. Yes, you are a Trump.
7: When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their yeah. best. They're bringing Donald drugs, Trump. they're bringing yeah. crime, they're
2: rapists. He's a jackass.
5: Donkey of the day for Friday, April 24th goes to the celebrity in chief, Mr. Dope45, Donald J. Trump. Uh, my fellow Americans, have you ever seen the movie Idiocracy? Idiocracy is a movie about a private in the military played by Luke Wilson, who takes part in a secret military experiment to be put in hibernation for a year, along with a woman played by Maya Rudolph. Okay. Uh, But people forgot about them because the base they were stored on closed down and they were left in storage until 2505. So Luke Wilson's character was a private in the military. Maya Rudolph was a prostitute, if I'm not mistaken, but when they wake up, they discover the average intelligence of humans has decreased so much that the private in the military is now the smartest man in the whole world. I mean, the most intellectual, most highest IQ, everything. Smartest man in the whole world. And Terry Crews, uh, who plays a reality star, a wrestler, something in the movie, I don't remember, he was the president. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying all that to say we are here, okay? Uh, Some people say based off all the oppression and marginalization, America has put certain citizens through. It is, it is getting the president it deserves. It's gotten the president it deserves. Well, I don't know if that's the case, but I do know America has gotten the president it voted for. Oh, yes, it did. And yesterday, after a presentation that touched on the disinfectants that can kill coronavirus on surfaces, you know, and in the air, like Lysol, stuff like that, President Trump pondered whether those chemicals could be used to fight the virus inside the human body. I wish I was making this up, but I'm not. He also suggested we should try ultraviolet rays to kill the 5G rays that exist in coronavirus patients. I'm joking. I'm joking. I just wanted to get you 5G Negroes excited. But sadly, all 5G talk sounds perfectly fine compared to what Trump said yesterday about disinfectants. Let's hear it.
7: Supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that too, right? And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute. And is there a way we can do something like that by injection inside or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it would be interesting to check that. So that you're going to have to use medical doctors.
5: All right, MAGA. So, what y'all going to use? Mr. Clean? Lysol? Clorox? This guy is about to have half his base kill themselves because they are the only ones dumb enough to try this stupid-ass remedy. Who will be the first to inject bleach and die? D.I.E. and D.Y.E. Who? Tell me. Craig Spencer, Director of Global Health and Emergency Medicine, says his concern about the president's statement is that Duh, people will die. (laughs) People will think this is a good idea. He says this is not willy-nilly, off-the-cuff. Maybe this will work advice. This is dangerous. Yes, it's dangerous. Just like the president is dangerous. Dear Mr. President, uh, I will tell you the same thing I told Brian Kemp. I will tell you the same thing I told Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick of Texas. I'll tell you the same thing I told Mayor Carolyn Goodman of Las Vegas. All these ideas y'all have, all these experiments y'all want to do to stop the coronavirus, when you make statements like there are some things more important than living, like Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick did, when you make statements like you offered your city up as a control group, but they said no, like Mayor Carolyn Goodman did, when you do what Brian Kemp is doing, making Georgia a control group this weekend, basically. That's basically what he's doing. My answer to all that is simple. You first. Go out there first. Stick your neck out, King. You are a leader. Leaders lead. And leaders should lead by action and example. Don't tell people injecting disinfectants in your body will kill coronavirus. Show us. Do it yourself. Or better yet, do it to one of your kids. Do it to one of your grandkids. Do it to somebody you love, okay? That's what you do. Mr. President, you probably won't, though, because you don't love anyone but yourself, and you would never do anything to harm yourself because you don't take responsibility for anything, okay? I cannot wait to see him deny that he has never said this today, okay? I guarantee you at his press conference today, he's going to be asked about it, and he's going to deny that he ever said it, or he's going to put it on somebody else, okay? He got it from this person. I can't wait for Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burke to have to explain why the president of the United States of America is telling people that Pine saw, if you drink it, can kill the coronavirus that exists within you. Serious question for everyone out there. Uh, we, we definitely have heard disinfectant kills coronavirus on most surfaces. Has it ever crossed any of y'all's mind to take a shot of disinfectant as a solution Ab- to the coronavirus?
3: Absolutely not. Never in life.
5: No, nah, never. Okay. Never. I I just want to know. I just want to know, has anybody ever thought about it, okay? Why does this man, Donald Trump's brain, work like this? And does he realize when we are talking about services, we are talking about wood, metals, plastic, not flesh. I mean, hell, they say soap soap and hot water kills coronavirus too. So they keep telling us, wash our hands, wash our hands. Hey, Trump, why not tell us to eat soap and wash it down with hot water? Yes, make us do what many people wish your mom had did to you when you were younger. Wash your mouth out with soap. Okay, if you would have gotten that treatment when you were younger, I think now you would really watch what you say. Pray for America or don't. It's above us now. Please let Kathy Griffin give the president the biggest hee haw.
8: Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee haw.
4: All right. Well, thank you for that Donkey Today Charlemagne. Yes, sir. Now when we come back, eight hundred five eight five one oh five one, it was something that you seen on insecure, right ye?
3: Yes. Yeah, so the new season of Insecure is basically uh, starting off with Issa has befriended this woman, Condola, who's also helping her put together her black party that she wants to do. But it turns out that Condola is dating Issa's ex-boyfriend. And, you know, Issa is in love with her ex-boyfriend. Well, I don't know if she's still in love with him, but, you know, they have some unfinished business. So uh, she finds that out. So my question is could you be friends with somebody and work with somebody like Issa's doing if they were dating your ex currently?
4: All right. Well, that is the question. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: Pull out out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club topic. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the breakfast club. Let's
4: talk about it. Morning everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just join us, we were talking about what happened on Insecure. Now, what happened? You-
3: yes, so Issa's ex-boyfriend Lawrence is now dating Condola. Now, Condola and Issa are new friends. They've just become friends, and is uh, actually helping Issa Rae do her block party that she wants to do, and she's been really instrumental in helping her get advertisers and all of that. But how are you friends with someone who is now dating your ex. Could you possibly do that? I've had situations like that in real life. And sometimes I think a lot of it is about motivation. Like, I remember uh, I had a guy who I was dating and his ex-girlfriend tried to befriend me knowing that I was his new girlfriend. And I didn't trust that. So I was like, eh, I'm gonna stay away from that. But I think if you organically become cool with somebody, then that's fine.
5: I think it's it levels too, though, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh-huh. levels. It's like, It's like, what kind of ex? Is it my ex... Fiance? Is it my ex of many many years? Is it somebody that I dated for a couple months? Is it somebody that I just smashed? Like, you know, what kind of ex is it? Yeah, I, I, I agree. Guess well, like, Lawrence, I,
3: Lawrence and Lawrence and Issa used to live together. Remember that they yeah. were together uh, for years, so it was a very That's, serious relationship. Yeah, yeah and I agree. Br- it, it,
4: it, it, you gotta have terms. Like, was it a long time ago when they were teens? Like, what type of ex is it? Oh, I think all that yeah. matters.
5: Yep, and he's saying Lawrence been broke up for a minute. I haven't watched any of the uh, Insecure this season. I'm gonna catch up this weekend, but I mean they've been broken up for a couple of seasons now. So as far I don't know how I don't know what the time difference is, but you can't really be mad that Lawrence moved on to somebody else, and you can't be mad that she moved on to somebody else either. I don't think who that her friend is dating is her business. To be honest with you.
3: Yeah, no, listen, and it's not that anybody's mad. It's just a little bit awkward at times because if you're friends with somebody and they're talking about their boyfriend and that's your ex that's a little weird. You know what I mean? And I mean then if you want to talk yeah. up and then if you want to talk about your ex cuz friends talk about stuff like that. So if Condola's is like, "Hey, I'm going on a, you know, a little romantic vacation," which is what happened, and then Issa's is like, "Oh, okay," like cuz she knows you're going away with, you know, my ex. And then if just Issa's talking about her ex-boyfriend, it can get a little awkward.
5: Just don't give no details. Like I, it's it's weird to me. I be I see women they talk about their man to their girl and they talk about how good the penis is and the next thing you know the girl wants to try something for herself then she sleeps with her man now everybody can't be friends no more because you gave me a good penis facts okay so what I would say so
1: so I would say that's a good
5: I would say that's a good conversation to have because Issa's already had it so if she does want to talk about her sex life you know with Lawrence to Issa, Issa can relate
4: so maybe I don't know Let's go to the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? This is Tony. Hey, Tony. Now, we're asking, uh, what's the question, Yee?
3: Uh, could you be friends with somebody who is now dating your ex?
4: No, that that's foul.
0: That is foul all the way around.
3: Why is that you know,
0: foul? Is it, is this, it, okay, you guys are friends and you're buddies and you, you go hang out. And now you gotta you have issues with that person that you may have not finished or settled. And now y'all trying to hang out and be together. It just makes everything uncomfortable. Besides Mm. that, there's loyalty. You know, when you're loyal to your friend, you know, are you loyal to them as a friend or because of who they're with and you waiting around to get that person when they get done?
3: Right. It feels a little awkward. I can understand that. I think it does depend, though, on the the time also. Like, if they had broken up, you know, 10 years ago or something like that, and then you befriended somebody and didn't know, I could see that. But, you know, it's still a little bit fresh for Issa, I feel like.
4: I ain't gonna lie. I don't want to be friends with with my my wife's ex. I I don't care how long it's been. That's just me personally. That was, like,
3: 20 years ago. I
4: don't care. I I don't want to be friends with you. I don't want to be friends. That's just me. I don't have to be your friend. It's nothing that, you know, we can do business, but friends. No. First of all, why are you, why you bringing this dude back after 20-plus years? That's the first thing
5: I would want to know. See? Y'all ain't talking 20-plus years, so why exactly. is this guy all of a sudden your
4: friend again? Yeah. Nah, we don't need new friends that. here. Nah, I'm with you. Nah. Hello, who's this?
3: Hey, this is Stephanie.
4: Hey, Stephanie, good morning.
3: Good morning.
4: Now, we're talking, what's the question, ye?
3: Could you be friends with somebody who is now dating your ex? I don't think I could be, like, close friends with them, but I
8: do believe I could work with them because at the end of the day, it's all about the bag.
3: Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Very true. You you don't want to ever let your ex prevent you from getting a bag if it's work-related, but, you know, could you hang out, though, aside from work? Like, say you guys are working on something together. Could you go out for drinks, go to a party together?
8: Yeah, I feel like I could talk to them, but I wouldn't talk to them about the ex in particular. Like, I would just keep that off to the side and just talk about other things.
3: Okay, I feel you on that. You want to hear a funny story, too, with my ex-boyfriend, the same one who's ex tried tried to befriend me. He was telling me that she actually befriended a girl he cheated on her with, right? And the two of them started hanging out together, and he was like, it was the weirdest thing because she would just come back and talk mad-ish about the girl he cheated with, but then pretend to be, like, good friends with her in public. I think sometimes it's just hard to be able to trust somebody like that. All right, Why would you
5: psychologically torture yourself like that? Like because if you're know. talking to this, if you're talking to this woman about you know your ex, imagine her telling you about the restaurants y'all go to, and those are restaurants that you put him on to, exactly. that he started going to. You know what I'm saying? What if you start talking to him about you know a, a bag she bought you, but you know he didn't know nothing about that till he got with you and he bought you those bags. And, and every time forbid, she that bag, nah, we gotta throw that bag out the window. I'm with you, bro. And, and God forbid she tell you about the sex life and how uh. good it is and how good he. Box and you're the one who taught him how to use his tongue correctly yeah. on Equatoris. Lord have mercy. Why well, do that to yourself?
4: You all right?
3: What voice was that? I don't know. I just Ain't wanna a- say, after he did that voice, y'all gotta watch this HBO series. It's canceled now, but there was two seasons of it, Friends from College. Every time he feels awkward, he starts doing that voice. That's key from Key and Pill. And uh that's kind of what just happened here. <laughs> he does voice. Didn't, I
4: didn't feel awkward at all. We're asking, could you be friends with your girl or man's ex? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Can you be friends with someone that is dating your ex? That is the question? Yes. All right. That comes from
3: Insecure. That's what's happening on Insecure. Issa Rae has uh, befriended this woman, Condola, and they're actually working together, too, but Condola is dating Lawrence, who is Issa's ex, who she used to live with.
4: All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this?
3: It's Brittany from Charleston.
4: Hey, Brittany. Hey, four, three. What's happening? Now, the question is, what's the question, Yee?
3: The question is, could you be friends with somebody who is now dating your ex?
8: All right. So, I had a friend that started dating my ex. Um, mm. He was actually my high school sweetheart. He was my first love. And after we got out of high school, this friend started dating him. And she was kind of sneaky about it at first, but then she came out was like, yeah, I'm dating him now. So I was like, okay, he's my ex. Okay, cool. We remain friends. They dated for about six years. They broke up. They had a bad breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and him actually started dating again. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And so, granted, me and her aren't friends anymore because of that. I'm sure. And, yeah. So yeah, I, I kinda of feel Issa because the situation was very awkward. But I feel like Issa on oh, insecure, she didn't she didn't have to make it as awkward as
3: it had to be, you know? I think that Issa's character is just kinda of awkward at times. So that's just kinda of who she is. But you think that the the whole time that she was dating your ex, right, and, and that's your friend, how did you feel about it though? Did you still have feelings for your ex during that time? Were you all talking about him? No, um,
8: I didn't have feelings for him because it, uh, it was about three years in between. So mm-hmm. I was, I was kind of, I was kind of over him. Well, really over him. And I was like, you know, that, that's that's old, whatever, whatever. But the, coming to the present, he kind of made it seem like he should never have done that because of mm-hmm. how things went. But granted, me, me and her aren't friends anymore because of that, and. Yeah,
3: but it may it put a strain on you know everybody's situation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it got kind of it got kind of messy. But I bet she yeah. she probably hates you. Yeah, she does. She does. She does. Yeah,
8: she
3: she like I hit him. it first though. I hit it first.
8: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, people yeah. can be friends without having the same penis in common or the same vagina
4: in common. That's not a, we don't need that. All right. Well, thank you, Mama. What's the moral of the story, guys? I don't know.
3: (laughs) I think the moral of the story is sometimes you really can't help who you fall in love with. But as a rule of thumb, you know, I would say stay away from somebody who dated one of your friends. Because that definitely breaks girl code.
5: Uh, Yeah, I mean, the sad part about it is depending where you're from, that's probably going to happen. Especially if you're from like a small country-ass town like I am, where the population is only 7,000 people. You're probably going to end up dating uh,
4: somebody that, you know. One of your boys used to right. be with it one of your girls used to be with Depending you where you it that way. If you look at it that way, I guess you're absolutely positively right. Mm-hmm.
3: get, get right. ready for it to ruin your friendship.
4: All right. Now, uh, we got rumors on the way, Yee?
3: Yes, let's discuss Tory Lanez. He might be doing another quarantine radio, even though he said he was only going to do an, uh, this last episode. And here's what he has to say about signing a deal, because now he's independent.
4: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
2: Gossip. The rumor report Gossip. with Angel- Angela Yee.
3: It's the rumor report. The
2: Breakfast Club.
3: Yeah, shout out to Top Dog. He's the head of TDE, which is obviously where Kendrick, SZA, J. Ross, Schoolboy, Q, all of those artists are signed, as well as many, many others. And what he's doing is he's covering a month's rent for seniors that reside in the city's various housing projects, including Imperial Courts, Jordan Downs, and Nickerson Gardens, which is where he grew up. So that donation is about $86,000 and covers uh, 311 units.
5: Salute to the good brother Top Dog, man on the Clues Bombs for TDE. Absolutely. Put that Reason Please. out, goddammit. I want to hear what the hell Reason doing. Uh, what y'all teasing? Is that an EP? Is that a song? I want to know what Reason doing.
3: He's also doing this. Uh, Top Dog is also doing a fan appreciation week. So they're releasing a collection of new tracks every Monday. So that's exciting for people who are uh, listening to those. I know people love oh, that, oh, that, but Yes.
5: Oh, that's what that is.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: So when they dropped Isaiah yes. Rashad and the, the Reason, they're teasing, that's what they're doing? Oh, I didn't even hear a Sir yeah. record.
3: Mm-hmm. All right, now, Wale has put out a short film. It's called Sumi, and it is a powerful statement about race in America. It's a new music video and short film that he did with, with that. And it also has um, Pierre Moss's founder and designer, Kirby John Raymond, handling, writing, and directing it. And here is part of Sumi.
4: my way to hell the hose. Try and think what I'm going to tell them when they get alone. I'm a glutton for a woman I shouldn't yearn for. Shouldn't be tempted, but baby, I like to hurt. Or maybe because I was searching, I found me the perfect person. But me and her didn't work out. She buried what you work for. And I carry the bitterness of a colon. Now, nah, Jerry, sh- issue. Sh-. my parents never showed much. Womanized a probably Could have been a feminist because I respect them. But Lord, I got polygamy problems. The hoodie come from Bonnie's the money. It's therapeutic to wear the it. shit. They don't think that you care to buy. So we buy Prada. But let's see, get his Everybody my favorite god and tax problems PR Mass I dropped 10 on my last visit and half that up your sax our favorite black business zooming around room for everybody
5: in black yes yeah, salute to the good brother Wale That's that was one of my favorite records off his last album um I love Wale man Wale's unapologetically black he always reps for blackness he always reps for black culture so yeah. Did you that's watch a great the uh,
3: short? You see white people struggling in poverty, dealing with de- negative depictions of them in the media, stop and frisk, how that affected them. So it's kind of like a reversal.
5: Yeah, it reminded me of the Irv Gotti. Um, when Irv Gotti had first launched Tales, that was the Pile of the Tales. Mm-hmm. The Pile of the Tales was exactly, exactly like that. Mm. So yeah, I like okay. stuff like that. It's effective.
3: Yeah. So also, let's talk about Robert Townsend. He told page six. That uh, Keenan Ivy Wayans and himself rewrote the script for The Five Heartbeats like 30 times. And he'll say, he said that Nisi Nash was online at the open call audition. He said she was just a baby. Now she's a Hollywood icon. He said R. Kelly was also online at the audition. And wow. he said R. Kelly came to him and was like, Mr. Townsend, I'm trying to be a songwriter for the movie and played some music for him as well. So guess that didn't work out. But mm. uh, he did say that role Went to Leon. He said, I saw Leon in the Madonna video, like a prayer playing the Jesus figure. And when I met him, I thought he had a cool vibe to him. I thought he would be perfect for that role. It was a great casting. Mm -hmm. All right. Tory Lanez is bringing back Quarantine Radio for one more week. He went on Instagram yesterday and teased that. He said, if this post gets 100,000 comments, I'll bring Quarantine Radio back for one more week next week. He also is a free agent. And a lot of people are trying to sign him. Here's what Tory Lanez had to say about that.
0: To be 100%, it's so many labels offering so much money, like millions of dollars, like not even on no funny, I'm just trying to sound cool. Like, I've really gotten offers that are really life-changing offers, but just don't care. It's just like, I don't know, I already own all my masters and my publishing
6: and everything, so I'm just, it's like I don't see the reason to give that to somebody else, you know.
5: He's smart. You know what I'm saying he owns all his own masters. He's taking his destiny in his own hands. Why is he just doing quarantine radio for one more week though? Well, yeah, I, I
4: think he, just- I, he. I think he's bored, and I don't. I don't think he's gonna stop. Like we're not getting off for of quarantine anytime soon, I believe. So he's gonna continue to do it because he really enjoys it. Like if you look at his face, he loves it. I think
5: somebody should yeah. sign Tory. I think I think Apple should sign Tory Lanez to do quarantine radio on Apple, or maybe. Maybe, I don't know, maybe even iHeart. iHeart's into the podcast thing, but you know, like that would be something dope to have on the iHeart Radio app. But I think somebody should sign Tori in Quarantine Radio. Like, yeah. you see what yeah. the Apple does I with mean, Young Money I mean, Radio, you see what Apple does with Nicki Minaj Radio over your radio. Quarantine Radio would be great. Let like Tori be in there playing around, playing music, having fun. Why
3: not? I think right now he's doing it because he's, you know, under quarantine and everybody is. But maybe he just feels like when things, you know, are up and running again, who knows? He might be traveling too much. He needs to get back to being an artist, right? Yeah.
5: Yeah. But think about it. If you're an independent artist and you got a show on Apple or whatever, any of these big platforms, and you're able to go in there and play your own music and do your show once a week, why wouldn't you take advantage of that? I mean, Drake, like I said, Drake did it, OVO Radio. Nicki did it, Queen Radio. Wayne's doing it with Young Money Radio. I think Quarantine Radio would be dope to be on one of them platforms.
3: Yeah, it probably would have to be like a limited run because Nicki doesn't do it all the time. She was just doing it at certain times. And then with Young Money, it's not just Little Wayne, so it would have to probably be more people. Like, Little Wayne's kicking yeah. it off today. They the do it when they one, feel like I'm it. Sure.
4: Like, Drake yeah, Drake mm-hmm. does it when he feels like it. Nicki does it when she feels like it. You know, yeah, so, I mean, he could do it and like You could do actually. it from the house. You know what I'm saying? All you got to do is do it from the house and send it in
5: to Apple. Like, that would be great for him. For him, right now, independent, that would be beautiful for him.
3: All right, well, that is your rumor report. I'm Angela Yee.
4: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Revolt, we'll see you guys on Monday. Everybody out, the People's Choice Mix is up next. It's going to be a Nelly mix. Nelly called in earlier, so we're going to get on a bunch of Nelly joints. And people are telling, you know, Nelly said uh, the only other rapper from New York that went Diamond was Biggie, and he's right when when they're talking U.S., now, yes, 50 US- Cent US- also US- did it, too, but he did it worldwide. 50 Cent sold 12 million worldwide, so 50 Cent sold Diamond worldwide, but he's talking U.S. sales and U.S. sales. It's him, Biggie. Uh, Eminem did it before. Outcast did it. M- uh, M- MC- Eminem did it twice. Yep, MC Hammer did it. Um, I'm trying to think. Am, am y'all be, be
5: fronting on Hammer, too, man. Y'all be acting like Hammer ain't got the legacy either, bro. Nope, I'm not fronting on Hammer. Nope. Yeah, but Nelly's definitely Diamond. Nelly actually went Diamond. Country
4: Grammar went Diamond in 2016. Yep. officially right. So we'll get into that mix. Let me know your favorite Nelly joint. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. EJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, uh, shout out to Nelly for uh calling in this morning. A lot of people are saying, you know, who Nelly battling. I've been trying to go through Nelly's catalog to see who would be a, a great battle for Nelly. You you guys got any ideas? Well, you Luda know, we talked about
5: Nelly. Yeah, we talked about Nelly versus ja Rule. Nelly versus Ludacris will be good. Um, I don't know. I mean, Nelly got a vibe. Nelly, you, you can't act like Nelly didn't have a, a, a great moment in hip-hop. Like, you know, Jay-Z True. said one time the, the only people moving units was M Pimp Juice and us. You know, Nelly right. was absolutely, positively one of the biggest rappers on the planet at the time. when He, he was, was, absolutely. I mean, and for a while. It's not like he just put out one album. It was Country Grammar. It was the next album after that, Nellyville. It was Sweat versus Suit. Like, Nelly
4: kept one. He definitely did. Definitely did, and shout to Nelly. So, um, when we come back, you know, hey, I was, you know who would be good against Nelly? This sound crazy. Ooh.
5: Well, I, I don't know if this would be good against Nelly. Never mind. But I'm gonna tell Ooh. you a good battle that would be good: Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy. You was gonna say Bow-wow Bow Wow and Nelly? Um, I started to, but I wouldn't want to see that. How'd but never, but Bow Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy would be a good battle because I saw the whole That'd thing where people were saying Bow Wow should go against Lil Romeo, and I think that I think y'all just be talking because no yeah, disrespect no. to Lil Romeo. Romeo don't have no records. You know what I'm saying? But Bow
3: Wow versus Soldier Boy, that
4: would be a good battle. I saw, that battle? Saying, I saw Ray J was saying he wants to battle someone. Ray J don't got 20 records. No, he don't. But Bow Wow he ain't got, got no 20, 20 records. I don't think Soldier Boy wow got 20 Bow Wow records. definitely got...
5: You you got your goddamn mind. Bow Wow and Soldier Boy got... I don't know if they got 20, but they got a lot. <laughs> Bow Wow and Soldier Boy? 20 is a lot of records, though. 20? Oh, Bow Wow... It was one time... Bow Wow got a Bow lot. Had, yeah, Bow Wow got like 14 number ones or something like that on the Billboard hip-hop R&B charts. And Soldier Boy definitely got a bunch of records. That'd be a good battle. Bow Wow back- versus Soldier Boy. And everything can't be 20. That's the other thing, too.
4: Some artists, I think they should do a little different and let it be 10. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive notice the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right, it's time to get up out of here. You guys be safe this weekend. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, sir. The positive note, man, comes from the good brother Don Miguel Ruiz.
5: Uh, I love Don Miguel Ruiz, and I love the four agreements. I think everybody should read the four agreements. If you're on quarantine, read it. It's a quick read. And this is one of the four agreements. Four Agreements, And the four agreement is, the agreement is, be impeccable with your word. Speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself. or the gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. By Don Miguel Ruiz. Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? We pop
0: out at your party. I'm with the gang.